0: Good morning, guys. Morning. Are we, are we nervous? I spoke to Charlotte yesterday. Charlotte was petrified yesterday. Oh, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> Welcome to this is Qatar. This is episode nine already, and uh, I love to introduce a very good, um, a two very good friend of friends of mine and client, Charlotte and KZ of Warrior Fit, which is going to revolutionise the fitness industry. Right, guys exactly (laughs) (laughs) um so this is Qatar episode nine uh the the purpose of this is Qatar Charlotte and Casey is to go a little bit back to um to to my clients my friends who have supported um Breathe Workspace um throughout the years and uh, talk a bit about your business and give you an opportunity to um advise us on what makes you different and talk a little bit about yourselves and, and your time in Qatar um, as I'm sure you're, you're both aware, probably more so Charlotte, um, with the British media and the, some of the negativity that kind of comes our way, whether it be World Cup or whether it be the, the labour camps, etc. It's about time that we put a bit of a positive spin. We're all here for particular reasons. Some will be the same, some will be different. And it's nice to just hear some more positive um, vibes um, about the country that we, uh, that we live in, um, other than just the blue skies that we are, uh, we're benefiting from. So, why don't you just give yourself a little introduction to, uh, to the listeners and viewers as to who you are and what you do?
1: Charlotte, do you want to go first?
2: Um, okay. Uh, so, I'm Charlotte. Uh, I've been in Doha for just over four years. Um, I came out here as a personal trainer um, and have continued to, to do that job um, up until now. Um, originally, I was taking sort of boot camp sessions um and and training clients one-to-one um and then it was sort of about a year ago now that i realized i kind of wanted to do something different um and go out on my own and that was where sort of the timing worked perfectly um with casey's sort of plan as well um so yeah and now we're here (laughs) i'm still pting obviously we're waiting for the gym to open so
0: We'll come on to that in a second. And, and Casey, you've got a quite a diverse uh, background. But what made what made you uh, do what you're doing?
1: So I'm uh, so my background is business. Uh, so I'm not in, in the fitness industry. Uh, I've been here for about six years now. I I came to Qatar to work as a project manager in healthcare, then moved up to director in operations. But I have a very strong business background. Uh, I mean, predominantly business background is what I mean, but I've always been very passionate about fitness. Um, and what, what happened was I met Charlotte probably about a few years ago going to military fitness, which is the first place that she was working at. I just love that type of exercise. You know, traditionally gyms that I used to work in, you know, I sort of work out in, there used to be a lot of like, you know, work by yourself. Very, very big spaces, tons of equipment. You go, you do your thing or you get a personal trainer. And I realized that the trend has moved into these kind of smaller studio-based businesses that have like less clients, but more of a community. And the workouts are really hard, but they're very effective. And I just fell in love. And I think I've always wanted to start my own business, be an entrepreneur, uh, and it just seemed like the right time. Um, so started brainstorming ideas, came up with the concept of warrior fit. Uh, and yeah, initially the idea was for Canada, because I'm originally from Canada. Uh, but over time, it just kind of evolved, and we decided to open up the first location in Doha, and here we are.
0: Awesome. We'll come back to um, to Warrior Fit and uh, the sort of definition and, and what differentiates you um, against others. But I want to talk about about fitness and the evolution of fitness. So, from my perspective, I, I don't do as much as I as I should. But stereotypically, you've got one to one personal training. You have people going to to the gym, you've got the the, sort of the joking, let's take a membership, and you end up paying 25, 30 pounds a month back in our our respected home countries and no one ever goes to the gym. Uh, David Lloyds and Banatines and, and things like this. Then all of a sudden, I'm gonna say maybe four years ago, maybe three years ago, there was this huge emphasis on different types of fitness could be boot camps could be military fitness could be um uh, team fitness uh collaborations short bursts you've obviously got online videos etc cetera, etc cetera. where do you think that's all of a sudden come from just in the last 3 or 4 years why is there so many different um elements of fitness and types of fitness that have come about in in such a short space of time
2: um I mean, personally, I think over the last few years, um, fitness has al- almost become a trend. Uh, before before this, um, you worked out if you wanted to work out and, and people might sort of, oh, I need to lose a bit of weight, so I'm going to start going to the gym. Like, they don't really want to go, but they're doing because they have to. And then all of a sudden, like, the sort of whole, I mean, I'm talking from maybe like more of, The female side of things the whole like everybody wanted to be skinny and then all of a sudden it was like skinny isn't sexy it was like the whole the athletic build strong is sexy and then all of a sudden everyone was like i want to be strong and then kind of i think from there it sort of targeted a lot more people because all of a sudden people that were already training or that maybe weren't ever gonna be skinny, but could still be strong and fit and athletic, that was like appealing and attractive. And so all of these new places, um, of like functional training, for example, um, mm-hmm. that was stuff that kind of like really got everyone going because it was group stuff, people that kind of didn't really know maybe what training was to start, but then they were all in this boat together. And then it's kind of like developed and now everybody, um, well, Everyone talking from my opinion. Everyone loves it um, because you're training with a ton of other people. Um, it's sociable. It's not. You're not going into these places thinking like, "Oh God, I've got to do a workout." You're like motivated because everyone's there. It's like, "Oh yeah, we're kind of like we're gonna get through this together." It's gonna be hard. Maybe it's gonna be hard. Maybe it's not. But I don't care because we're all doing it. And then there was, I think, just lots of different people found different ways to kind of do the same thing, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Finding their- There's a their lot of excuses come
0: out of it as well. I think there's a huge amount of self-discipline. If you are having to motivate yourself to go to the gym on your own, I know that it's, it doesn't appeal to me, but if you go to a functional training session and you've got other people to spur you on, and again, I'm talking reflectively from from my personal experience, the hardest part was to actually get to, the, the, the facility, I'm not going to name any names and, and swear at you about other establishments, but if I if I went to an establishment, the hardest thing was to go there and one was right outside my door and it was 35, 40 minutes of training. So when you think about it, that 35, 40 minutes kind of disappears quite quickly and then you're, you're done and the discipline is trying to do it sort of three or four times um, a week to make it, you know, consistency in there as well. So I think the whole stereotype of going to the gym has been completely washed aside by bringing in new, new ways of of, of training and new ways of socialising as well. But then you, you go and kick in what's happened with COVID, and that's completely sort of knocked that that sort of uh, that dominoes down again. And you get you're having to start all over again. So, KZ, how has how has the last sort of three months affected your? You're planning with, with Charlotte and the team as to how the business is going to, to run. And then and we'll move on to a bit more definition of what Warrior Fit is now going to do as a, as a differentiation. How, how has COVID really affected things?
1: So it's definitely thrown a wrench into our plans. Um, you know, it, it's, it's uh, quite the experience to invest your money and your time into a business and then have the whole industry get turned upside down. But at the same time, this is something that's happened across the board. It's not unique to fitness. I think everybody, any business owner, anybody working anywhere, has felt the impact of this. But specifically for for fitness, I think you know it's changed things. But I'll say, I've been thinking about this quite a bit, and I'm the kind of guy that actually uh, thrives in change. You know, I think it's exciting. Um, I think you could look at it as. This horrible thing that's happened. And in many ways, it is, but it's also an opportunity. Um, people are exploring new technologies. We've been able to really try to think about how do we still engage with the community? Because the big thing about this is the community, right? The motivation is driven by the people you work out with, driven by the community. You get a specialized training program similar to you would if you went to a personal trainer. So, how do we still engage? Uh, so, we've been actually really fortunate in the sense that we have a we have full creative control over the way our business functions. Um, so we've been able to do some some stuff online. We've been able to really, really push the whole live stream. When, they, when the restrictions came in Qatar uh, on March, I believe 13th, that said that all gyms must close, we put our heads together that same day. And by Sunday, which is two days later, we did our first live stream session. So, and we didn't, at the time when we started, we didn't even know what it would look like what platform we would use, how it would work. And it turned out to be very successful because people still want to have that structure. They still want to book into a class and, you know, see others on the screen. You know, it's very different than watching a video, watching a video, you know, you can stop the video, you can choose not to do the video. Right. You know, so we want to create that in gym experience, which is why we've gone all in on live stream and we're not really doing too much of the on demand ad hoc stuff. Um, but it's been a bit of an opportunity, and, I, and it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. I've been reading a lot about, you know, life after COVID, the new normal, and what is that going to look like? And um, and I think, look, if you're adaptive, you know, and you're flexible, it'll be okay. People still need to work out, and I still think that social element that you get in these types of boutique studios, fitness studios, that's not going to be replaced by a home gym, right? So even though people have use other kind of um, methods to stay fit, I think that that demand will always be there. And anyways, it's been a good learning. And from our perspective, luckily we didn't open right before, you know, we, you know, so now we can really plan towards our opening and open with the rest of the gym. So it, it, in that sense, it kind of worked out well for us as well.
0: And we had this conversation um, the other day where, um, you know, from this, from when we first met, Uh, I think it was September um, officially, and then October we started to get really stuck into things, and we started to look at the sites um, uh, at at the mall that you're going to be opening. Um, When we had the conversation the other day, trying to look at the as you've as you've said, and I'm exactly the same, and I'm sure Charlotte is too, that we tried to look at the positives of what has has resulted in in COVID-19 occurring and the positives resulting in the fact that the size of the space that you've taken allows the numbers. Yes, the numbers will most likely reduce because of social distancing. Yes, online classes will allow things like the yoga or maybe personal classes to take place still offline as well as within the studios. But the sheer size of the studios, the fact that we've actually got the corridor and the second exit or the the, the second door allows that one-way system to work. And you've got differing areas, such as the PT area, Monk, Ninja and Viking, which I'll let you guys explain more about. And you've obviously got the welfare facilities and the hygienic facilities there. You guys are actually in an amazing position, even though this has come along. You can still put in the relevant numbers necessary to make it work and in multiple areas without actually breaking any social distancing rules so the irony in the conversations that we had all those months ago of we only need this but this is now available is actually put you in a really good position have you have you seen that Well, we spoke about this the other day but what was your what was your take on it since then and again casey you've been thinking about this
1: yeah no i 100 percent agree i think it's it's funny how things have worked out in that sense you know the, the way that we've designed the space the way we built the partitions with, with you know, your team uh, to, like you said, to plan the workflow, even having the second door, you know, it gives us so much flexibility in this new environment to be able to run classes that are a decent size, but also make sure they're safe, make sure people are coming in one way, exiting the other way. Um, so I think a lot of the like the foundational work uh, really is paid off. And this, and like you said, the bigger space has been a blessing. Um, you know, so I think it's not, you know, we plan to open in March, right. You know, and sometimes plans change and and this is the same for everybody. And I think it's important to be optimistic about it and, you know, look at the bright side of things. You know, uh, we've been able to build a community online. We've we've built some buzz. We've got a great space and when the, you know, the restrictions lift, we'll be ready to go. Um, I don't know. Charlotte, what do you think?
2: Yeah. Um, well, I was just going to say from sort of, uh, an instructor and a class point of view, um, coming to work out for a group class that might only have five people isn't going to be, um, the atmosphere that you're looking for. And the fact that we can kind of cater for a regular sized class because the space allows that, um, we're, we're not going to lose the atmosphere. We're not going to lose that buzz. We can still create the same energy that we would have been able to before. Um, and I think that's sort of put us in a really good position. Because I know, I mean, without naming names, a lot of the other places aren't or won't be as lucky as i in that kind of position.
0: Yeah, 100 percent, because they didn't need to be. They they wanted to maximize the numbers, albeit within a health and safety regulation. But they were looking at, you know, maybe 200 square meters, if you're lucky, on places such as as the Pearl. And the space just didn't allow it. And of course, the the cost, you know, let's be honest. And there were some fortunate um, timings of the space that was available. There were some unfortunate elements that we've all had to, had to consider. Um, it hasn't gone fantastic. We, again, part of the conversation that Casey and, and I had the other day was that we have got to be strong enough as an organization to put our hands up and say, we didn't do this quite correctly, but it's about how the end result works. And the positive that I'm taking out of this is that the place looks fantastic. Uh, the kit looks amazing, it's all there, it's all ready to go, uh, and and I'm, I'm kind of wryly smiling because of the size of the space that you've got and the way that, that our collective design, because we all worked on this together, and the way that this collective design has actually materialized, and it was only when we spoke a few days ago that I thought, this is actually the greatest blessing in disguise, apart from the fact that that this you know, uh, unforgettable incident has occurred for the past three or four months, five months, it could actually be the best blessing in disguise that this space and these allocated spaces and the type of classes that you're doing are actually fortuitously uh, going to allow your business to flourish even further. Um, and uh, it, was, it was just a sort of comical, it started, it was a very serious conversation that he, uh, Casey and I had because I was really frustrated with the way that things had gone. But then we've got to look at the positives and take as much of that out of it um, as as we can and, and get you guys open when the malls are, are going you know, are going to be able to lift the you know, lift the, the blockades my understanding is that it's going to be phase three yes I believe is that right phase three which is not officially out date wise but have you guys seen the same dates that I have the end of July
1: yeah we're, we're looking we've, heard, we've seen end of July and August, you know, so I've seen a couple of different dates, but we're, we're planning, I think like most gyms for towards the end of July, being ready to go by end of July. Um, and then mm-hmm. if it slips into August, obviously we be ready to open the doors as soon as we
0: can. Fantastic. So let's talk about the business itself. Let's give us a bit of a synopsis. So the v- fundamental question is, what is it that makes Warrior Fit different to a stereotypical functional class or functional establishment? Ron Casey. Charlotte. Charlotte <laughs> i'll put you on the spot <laughs> um
2: what is it that makes us different okay so um i'll just start with like the journey of a potential client for example sure. okay so someone's going to come into the gym they'll meet our receptionist um they'll say okay i want to i want to sign up um i re- i'm looking to start training um They will then be allocated, if they want, um, a consultation with one of our coaches um, to sit down and kind of work through their goals. Um, It doesn't have to be very long um, consultation, it's just enough for the coach to kind of meet them, uh, feel like they have, um, they they kind of, um, they've started their sort of relationship, like coach knows the member, member knows the coach, we all feel really happy with each other. the um, potential client will then say, okay, well, this is my goal. I want to get uh, better at push-ups, and I want to be able to do a handstand, okay? Um, And then, so the coach will then sit down, go through um, the week of our classes and say, well, I recommend that you do um, two month classes, two uh, obviously our yoga flexibility style stuff. Um, We'll obviously go into that in more detail. Two uh, strength classes and two um, ninja conditioning classes a week. Okay. Um, so, uh, how this then works is that that member, when they've created their account, they'll have um, an, the app, um, which has like a progress report, uh, progress tracker, sorry. So, they will have their schedule and go, okay, right. So, I've got to do on Sunday, I need to do this class and this, and on Monday, I need to do this class. And every week that they then um hit their their target they will get points so that will all go onto the leaderboard and then at the end of the season which i think we said was every quarter so every three or four months um we'll have the end of the leaderboard and obviously the person with the most points is the winner of that season now um there's obviously a lot more ways to get um, points, we're gonna have benchmark tests and um, sessions which people can kind of just come in on their own and, and and try and win. So for example, who can row 500 meters the fastest, everyone can come in at their own time and give it a go. Um, and then obviously the winner, provided it's been seen by a coach, um, will, will receive the points for that, um, for that sort of achievement. Um, What's so good about this is that you don't have to be the fittest or the strongest person to win um, or to be up there on the leaderboard. You just have to be dedicated and, and consistent and, and have the goal in mind and, and commit to that. Um, and as long as you can do that, then it's kind of giving you that motivation and, um, and hopefully a little bit of encouragement um, to kind of stick with it because you're just seeing results all the time.
0: So there's a good element of gamification and composition within it uh, yeah. as well as obviously um, gaining the traction on the fitness and, and, and the health uh, the health element so casey tell us a bit more um charlotte touched on the different areas uh, and names that you have defined within warrior fit so we spoke about monk which is your your yoga uh, practice studio but what other areas have you got and, and how are they defined and how are they split um,
1: sure. So we have three areas. Um, I think if you were to summarize our program, it's all about balance. Um, you know, So it's not just pure functional training. Uh, it's not just pure strength training. We have three studios. Each studio serves a very specific function. So monk is our yoga. It's about your flexibility. Uh, it's about your mobility. Um, we'll have potentially other classes in there that align with that. We've got our Viking studio, which is our pure strength classes. We're going to have group strength classes designed to increase your strength, your power, make you generally stronger. There'll be less repetitions, heavier weights, completely different format. And then we'll have our ninja studio, which is more like your traditional functional training. We have cardio equipment. You know, It's about your, your endurance. It's about getting faster, just losing weight. Uh, you combine these three elements. And, and it's a very similar program that pro athletes might go my undertake right you know but what we've done is we try to simplify in a way that anybody can understand it's three elements you can look at it as strength endurance and um, flexibility or you can look at it as viking ninja and monk however you want to interpret and understand it Um, but um, it's designed to give you a balanced routine And, and our goal is you know we've got our yoga crowd that loves the yoga we've got our you know boot camp crowd that loves the boot camp we want to see how to be bring them together because if you do a really hard strength session or a hard boot camp session, do yoga the next day could be one of the best things for you. And oftentimes, people that maybe they don't feel comfortable with that. Our goal is to try to kind of blend the two. Um, and I think um, I think that's one of the things that makes us different because we have these three studios. Our programming is more complicated. It's more complicated to design as well right, so without naming any names, but a lot of the other functional training gyms, you get one type of workout, right? Every day, there's one thing they have on. If you go at 7 a.m. or if you go at 4 p.m., you get the same workout every single day. Um, we will presumably, when we're able to open the whole thing, have three different workouts every day. But, you know, so there are, there's a lot of variety. And if you come in, Simon, you say, my goal is to run at 10K, right? Then our coach can design a specialized program based on your goal that's specific to you that's not the same program that every single person that comes into the gym gets you're going to get your own program and you don't have to pay for pt for that that's within the membership see what i mean and i think that's one of the things that differentiates us and really gives us uh, an opportunity to you know t- uh, cater to a broader audience so hopefully that works and people are going to have all sorts of different goals and objectives so hopefully we can design programs that work for them. Um, the gamification thing is really important because it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about motivation, right? You know, so you're motivated to go to the gym because it's a social thing. You got, your friends are going, you're motivated because you want to lose weight. You want to get faster. You want to get stronger. You're motivated for many reasons. And we're hoping that the gaming element of it is an added boost where you can kind of hack your, your routines. So you can feel like, you know, more inclined to come to the gym. Yeah. You know, cause when you play a game and you win your brain releases dopamine. So if you get a point, if I'm, if I'm like competing with you, Simon, and I got, and I see that you've taken five classes this week, maybe I want to take eight because I'm right behind you on the leaderboard and we're hyper competitive. Yeah. Maybe that's going to drive that a little bit. And at the end of the day, it's all about making people healthy. It's not really about who wins or who loses but hopefully the, um, you know, the, the process will be beneficial for people and all these things together will make it exciting and different you know, and something like unique in this environment for people to come try out. I,
0: I think it's um, refreshing and I think you're absolutely correct because uh, not only are people looking to achieve their fitness goals or their health goals, but we as human beings are, are competitive and combative. So if we some, see someone, particularly if we know them, that, uh, that they're ahead of you, or they're very close to you, or they're catching you, then it gives you that further motivation to, uh, to do something about it. And it takes the mindset away from the fact that they're actually having to do fitness. Right. You know, the competition and the gamification, if anything, as a, as a psychological element, takes the whole mindset in the better direction versus what we were talking about at the start, Charlotte, where people don't want to go to the gym on their own. If they've got visual representation, which I believe you're going to have, that's a graphical element as well within each of the areas, then you can see how people, other people are doing. You can see how you are doing. And if people are more motivated to go to the gym uh, because someone else is is competing with them, then, as I say, it takes away that whole psyche of not wanting to go or the lack of motivation um, to go. Um, the other element that you touched on there is, is very Funny that you should say this, or ironic that you say this, is that I, as an individual, having spent many, many years playing football, but didn't really do any other type of conditioning training, is um, it's caused a lot of problems with my flexibility and with my back. And yoga, from what I understand, and Pilates and similar kind of elements like this, is very, very helpful. Now, I was doing a number of PT sessions, I was thoroughly enjoying them because there was someone there to motivate me. If you can combine that, which is what you're going to do with elements of endurance, element of strength, elements, excuse me, of strength and flexibility, I think that's an amazing combination. But the hardest part, as again, you've addressed is building that balanced program for each individual because no one's exactly the same. So I've always said that I was keen to, to get involved and We've never really had the conversation about what differentiates you. So I was as intrigued to speak to you about that as I'm sure other people listening were. And when I hear that, it certainly resonates with someone like me and I'm sure it will resonate with, with many, many others. So I wish you all the best and uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting stuck in as well. Um, let's finish off on um, an exciting part of your journey, which I love is your, um, your social media and your marketing. I think it's fantastic. Where does that uh, that come from? Is that something that's come from the brand of Warrior Fit, or is that basically you guys um, inspiring the, the marketing side of things? So?
2: Katie, this is you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I
1: think it's organic. I I, I I like um I I think um you know as a team we talk about this a lot and we've discussed. We we have a very good team, you know, like, I mean, so before we talk about the marketing, actually, I want to talk about one of the things that I think really does differentiate us is the team that we've built because the team drives everything else, right? We have a brand, we have an amazing facility, but the most important thing, hands down, is the team. And what happens is when the team comes together, like the leadership team, the management team, we just like get creative, you know? And we talk about, you know, um, what do we want to do? What, what, What message do we want to send? How do we want to articulate that message? within the brand and it's kind of been very organic um, and everything is in-house you know we're not outsourcing any of it at this point um, all the the branding and the marketing and the social media posts and the videos have all been developed in-house um, so um, I think it's very like I said it's kind of like homegrown um, and uh, if people like it that's awesome because it really represents us as a team I think um, and and we have you know conversation, I won't get into specifics, but even like yesterday, we had like a really detailed conversation about like, you know, what, how do we wanna convey a certain message and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And it was a really good conversation to have. And that's just the way that we function. And I think that, that trickles into everything that you see. And hopefully, and the other thing I think people will experience when they come and try the classes is the energy of instructors and the, the, just the, the general everything ties together hopefully it becomes a very positive exciting new kind of thing for people um and yeah that's kind of how it i think translates into the social media
0: awesome um final word to the lady how can people get in contact with warrior fit how can people get to know a bit more about what's coming up in the next couple of months so that they can hit the ground running when you guys open
2: um, okay. So, um, at the moment, obviously we are using Instagram quite heavily. Um, also, uh, WarriorFit.com uh, is our website where you can, um, so this is basically the main portal now where you're able to buy your classes buy the package. Obviously with, we've just launched our subscription service for our online sessions. So, um, to, uh, to be able to kind of benefit from that, we've got a whole month, um, of over 160 classes on offer at the moment for 150 real so it's um super super good value um i'm not going to say cheap
0: because <laughs> <laughs> we <are wealthy. laughs>
2: but uh, we we wanted you- to price it because we're we're getting a lot of clients actually from abroad um so we kind of wanted to price it where it was going to be um good for people in doha but also um sort of Um, good for the guys in the UK and the states who might not be able to make the full schedule. Um, It kind of justifies um, them still being able to join us for the sessions that they can make. Um, But yeah so um, we're offering children's classes as well every day Um, and um, it's just a 50 real sort of upgrade for the membership so 200 real basically for a month of over 160 classes is pretty decent. Um, so to be able to join into that, you, it's literally just, you can direct message us on Instagram. Um, you can go to the website, warriorfit.com and um, buy a package through the website. Um, obviously the emails, all the contact details are on the website or the Instagram page. Um, we're kind of, it's it's us, it's the team that are sort of managing the um, the contact with everyone. So it's always a very kind of personal thing to us. So. You know, we'll always get back to you, and we'll always have an answer and help in any way that we can, just because we're all so passionate about it. So,
0: yeah, no, I, I can uh, uh, testify to that with uh, with the conversations and meetings that, that we have, and you guys are itching to get uh, to get opened. Um, thank you so much um, for for joining us on this as Qatar. I'm really excited to get you guys uh, open. Fingers crossed, it's not too uh, not too far away. Um, Final, final, final words to uh, to the new daddy. How are things? How are the uh, the evenings? And uh, the family are heading off. I believe or have already headed off.
1: Yeah, they head off this morning. That was oh, like, oh. that was uh, that was tough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's like it's like you feel like you know I can't be emotional about it because I'm the dad and whatever. But once I'm they left, speak, it was. And uh, I'm now
0: just put you on the spot <laughs> on yeah. live camera. Yeah, oh, sorry, it's, about it's, <laughs> it's, it's amazing, man. It's
1: amazing how. How you're? Because I don't know. I've never felt like this before. You know what I mean? Like you know, you go through life and everybody, you know, you you, you just haven't had this type of relationship, you know. And it's just like a game changer, you know. And I, it stresses me out just thinking about the life lifetime of worry I have ahead of me. But you know, it's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. And you know, they're we can't five,
0: think about it any other way now. You can't think about it being any different. So um, I would. Was- to do the 25 press-ups in 25 days, which I'm doing very badly. Oh, you guys, all right. my, son and, my son and daughter are basically introducing the videos every morning. If you have a look at <laughs> my Facebook, it's hilarious. I get heaps of comments. Nothing to do with my press-ups. It's to do with the kids in the background that look so cute. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Let's catch up. Stay on the line just for a couple of minutes and uh, we'll post this out next week. Um, thanks very much to the Warrior Fit team. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Simon. Cheers.
2: Thank
0: Thank mm-hmm. you.